Hello, hello, and welcome back to Moving Mountains for You. This is Ice Love Celadon. I go by Sachi Ice Queen, and today we have a special, special guest. It's Marcus, and he's coming from uh, Resurgent TV. You can find him on Facebook and on Roku. It's a Roku channel, so definitely check it out. He also is on Clubhouse as well. And he's going to be sharing a little bit about himself and his heart and uh, what it takes to be an overcomer. And so stay tuned. Well, I guess first out of the gate, Marcus Eubanks um, is my name. Um, I spent... 20 years in local TV news um, as a uh, videographer. Well, it, it started as a morning news show editor. And then from there, I became uh, a videographer. And um, uh, being that I just can't leave well enough alone, I said, you know what? Um, this reporting thing is not, doesn't look that difficult either. So, um, I pressed on the general manager of the TV station when I was at Channel 11 here in Little Rock, Arkansas, today's THV. I impressed upon him that, hey, I can I can get in front of the camera and, and do my thing as well. Give me a shot. Uh, I challenged him, kind of. Actually, I was like, you know, before I leave her, I'll be on TV. And he was like, okay, well, we'll see. And so... Um, he said, give me five years and we'll see what happens. I gave him seven in the last two. I was actually on TV, which is funny because, you know, this is my hometown. And at that time, reporters did not. They didn't just elevate from not having any smaller um smaller demographic um, experience. So um, I just pressed and showed that I could do it and wrote stories and, and, and um, wrote some things that other people voiced um, and, you know, continued to show that, you know, I had what it took. And um, it was a set of tornadoes that ripped through Arkansas in 2007. Um, that, you know, I just showed that I had the bona fides on that and it was, it was all she wrote from there. And so got out of TV for a while, um, opened my own production company, which, um, did well starting out, um, using some of the contacts that I actually had, um, when I was in TV and kind of grew it from there, but I made a miscalculation. At that time, around 2009, you know, the digital conversion actually happened. So everything was going to high definition. Um, at that time, I had standard definition equipment. Um, I quickly realized that I couldn't compete. And so, um, uh, I journeyed around and, and, and worked uh, some different things. I worked in um, fraud prevention for um, FIS and several other uh, 
businesses that, you know, held down jobs or what have you. But none of that fulfilled me like being behind a camera mm. or in front of a camera yeah. or near a camera or a microphone or something. It, it's just in me right now, you know. And so um, 2015 got the opportunity to get back to a TV station. And when I was there, um, the entire time that I was away, I was putting new things into my toolbox, as I say, right? Um, so I, I, I learned from a production standpoint things that I didn't know just being behind a news camera because if you don't know the difference, news is very structured, right? And it's all about the... Uh, lighting and and, and uh, shooting things in a certain way, some creativity, but most of all, they want news product to look like news product, not like a movie, not like um, a music video, not like any of those things. But when I was away from the TV station, I was doing all of those things. Um, I was acting. I was, and I say acting, but I was involved in some extra roles and, and different things like that. And but when I got back to the TV station, I brought all of that with me, if you will. And so um, when I came through the door, I was a force to be reckoned with. Um, and some people were happy about it. And there was some younger people who thought, oh, this old guy, he won't be able to keep up with the, you know, the new stuff. Because back when I left TV in 09, social media was just being really born. Yeah. It really wasn't a factor. It I wasn't it a was thing. It was like around 2007 is when Twitter right. kind of just exploded. Right. Because uh, they say that actually uh, Twitter was the reason why Obama even won um, is what a lot of people say. Um, because that 2007, 2008, that's when it really got big. So, yeah, it's totally, totally, yeah, true. So you take that coming from the hardcore news side of 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 the industry and these younger kids are learning in school in in 2010 2011 12 13 14 how social media is is actual media like we're doing this right now in 2007 this wasn't possible right so they were thinking well you know Oh, God, he, he probably knows how to shoot a camera, but he doesn't know. He won't be able to keep up with all this. Well, I ran circles around it. And they got a bit upset because, of course, I was I was supposed to come in and teach them the old way while they already knew the new way of doing things the way that they were. Well, I trumped them because I I came in with a social media following because I never left social media, even though I left the newsroom. Yeah. So um, I had a following coming in the door, but then I had all of these skills and editing ability that they had no clue about. And so I brought that to the table and they were like, wow. Now... They did benefit because, of course, they took some of those things that I was doing and, and started to add them into their toolbox. But, um, you know, 
it was just one of those things. It was I, it, I was more than what they were expecting. Well, I'll and then that's 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 amazing that you uh, from then you started learning who you like your worth. You started learning what you what you bring what you brought to the table. And Absolutely. so, you know, my first question uh, when it comes to being an overcomer, um, what was one of the, who was one of the people that literally told you who, you know, solidified your worth? Ooh, who solidified my worth? I did. Um, now, I'll, I will say this, and it's not from an arrogant standpoint that I say that, um, but... You know, sometimes um, when you're going about doing what you do, you don't see you doing it, right? You may see some of the result, but you don't see yourself in action. A lot of people saw me in action, whether it was with my photography or my graphic design work, you know, my video production. They saw me in action they saw me go into what i call my zone right because when i'm on a production i'm rapidly going through my head um what needs to be done to make sure that it's where it needs to be for me to touch it right and and um and so from there it was one of those things that I just noticed the look on people's faces when I was doing what I was doing. And so nobody really ever gave me that major pat on the back that said, man, you're really good. It was all, honestly, it was always, well, so, and it's one of those things, I think they recognized my ability and what I was doing and they wanted to mimic it, but they didn't want to give me any credit for it. Right. Mm, And that's okay. Because what ended up happening is that just drove me right to be better, to be even better than I was any better than I thought I was to always pull out the, a different stop. Um, There was one time that I can remember um, we were on a news story in Hot Springs um, after I went back to the TV station. Um, and because of the situation, right, I knew it would be a great reveal if I did what we call a snap zoom to where I was in tight on the um, reporter. But as she hit a certain keyword, I would snap the zoom out and then they would instantly be able to see everything all the damage that was there with her now when i did that um there were people that came down from corporate raving about what that looked like and what that conveyed and what that gave the viewer so it was it was it was really just things like that that kept happening after day after day after day after day um story after story that just let me know that all of the things that I put in my toolkit over these years of being in the business, um, whether, whether given praise for it or not, I knew what I had. Yeah. Well, that's, that's awesome that you knew that though, because 
a lot of people they they stay at a job for years and years and years and years and they build their skills and their skill set and that's awesome but at the end of the day like what is that company or what is that CEO done for you right you know what I mean and so like to me um you know I'm in this new phase of my life where I work for myself I chose to hire myself and so my next question for you is when did you choose to hire yourself <laughs> honestly I chose to hire myself in 09 um because once I I'm a I'm a big person I'm a big believer in achieving right and after I've hit a goal um getting in front of the camera let me say this now I'm slightly dyslexic words jumble up for me when I'm reading them on a screen now I can if I can commit a sentence to memory now and I can read don't get me wrong I'm very proficient in reading but sometimes a number will flip or my mind will process a number differently than what it is it, it's very uh, it's a very common thing for me to see a word and read it backwards Yeah, my sister, um, she had that difficulty too, because as uh, you already know, um, but um, I'm bilingual, I speak English and Spanish, and I never had an issue with dyslexia, but my sister did. And so she, like you, would literally see opposite, like sometimes, and so she had such a hard time, like around third or fourth grade, when you're really needing to understand what you're reading. Um, having to overcome that and um, you know and so I think that's definitely awesome that literally you have an you know an Emmy Award and you you're dyslexic like you have those things like my son has autism like that just proves to anybody that's listening that anybody that's watching doesn't matter what you struggle with doesn't matter who you are it doesn't matter what kind of um issues that you think that you have you can still overcome that and be a successful individual and so my next question for you is um what in in all and throughout that whole journey of you uh choosing to to do all, everything that you do um who can you say that who can you thank when it comes to your success who do i thank have you seen <laughs> now this is being eric but i'm gonna say it anyway have you seen that meme with uh snoop dog he said i like to thank myself <laughs> i'm being i'm really joking, I'm joking. I'm joking. Um, truthfully, it was a gentleman by the name of Larry Otis who hired me at my third job in news. Um, one of the things now, and again, I told you I offered a challenge to Larry um, when I was at the station after I was hired. I made sure I secured the position, as they kids say now, secure the bag. I made sure I secured the position before I offered the challenge, right? And the challenge, he asked everybody, because he was relatively new at the news station himself. He had been there in the capacity of a news anchor before, but he came back, stayed with the corporation and came back as the general manager of the TV station. 
Now, he sent out um, notes uh, or he asked for memos to be sent from every employee to him to know how he could help them grow in their capacity as, you know, as being in their news careers. Um, well, feeling slighted by uh, making me wait so long for him to pull the trigger to hire me. And then also um, feeling slighted by some of the other things that had happened at the previous news uh, organization that I was with. I told him, I don't know that there's anything that you can do for me. Just allow me to do my job without trying to stop me from being as good as I can. That's that's what I would need from you. When he read it, he met me in the hallway and said, I got your memo. <laughs> that's all he said. But from that point on, um, every so often he would see me in the newsroom or in the hallway and he would pull me to the side and tell me, he told me, this is how I'm going to help you. You have a complete run of this TV station. Every office, every door that's open, even mine, when you have time, when you're not out on a story, when you're not actually working, you have free reign to go into any of these doors and pick the brains of these people in all of these rooms. And I did it. And I soaked up everything that I could. So when it came time for me to truly hire myself to get back to the previous question with Resurgent TV, I cried when I saw the opportunity because I knew at that point everything was coming together from understanding what happens in the traffic department to understanding what happens in the sales department to understanding what happens in the newsroom, promotions, um, the nuances of putting a production small or large together. I was ready. But I felt like I was ready in 09. And I was, I just did not have the equipment mm. to actually execute at the level that the client would uh, need. So when this opportunity came to have my own Roku station, and the plan is to expand it from not just Roku, Apple TV um, we are looking to develop an app that goes on iPhones we are also looking at other opportunities to grow it on other streaming platforms when it all comes together um, it will be what it is mm -hmm. it will be what God intends for it to be and we will move forward from there that's awesome. You know, it's awesome that, you know, you've, uh, you've had that, you know, persistent, um, grind is what they say, you know, you, you really want, uh, to not only exemplify excellence, but you also understand that it's a process that it's a, 
it's not going to happen tomorrow. It's not going to happen. I mean, it could, but it's, it's just not, it's a process. And so, um, any last words that you want to tell anybody who maybe that they are still have like one foot in, in a corporate world or a job or, and then, you know, but they're interested in, um, doing them, you know, what, what they want to do and what they, the desires that they have, um, what kind of advice can you give to, to someone who's, who's in that, you know, kind of, uh, almost there, but they are kind of still scared in that space. Well, um, get your support system, right. Uh, and some people who actually believe in you and also get you some people who don't believe in you. Right. Um, there was this poem by Rudyard Kipling called If. And one of the, and I can't remember the exact words of it right now. I will write it down um, because I have some other stuff I need to do with it. But it says in, it basically says, Believe in yourself, but make allowances for those who doubt you as well. So you need your haters, right? They sharpen you. They really do. Because to some degree, right, they may or may not be telling the truth about you. But consider if it's true, because if it if it isn't, you can throw it away. But if it is, that's a point to where you can sharpen yourself. Um. And I just say, you know, if that's something that you want to do, don't half-ass it. Give it all you got. Give it all you got. Because it's going to require everything that you have to actually truly succeed. Um, there may be some people that be that are with you on the beginning that are not with you on the end. And that's okay. Don't worry about it. I've experienced that even with Resurgent TV. Even that it... Even Though um, Resurgent TV is only, you know, what, four months old? I started it. We went live in March. I've had people fall off even from that point. And it's okay. You know, this is this vision was not theirs. Mm-hmm. This vision was not something that God spoke into them. It was something that he spoke into me years ago. Um and so, you know, excuse my French, but go balls to the wall. Don't stop. <laughs> I've never heard that before. Look, you got to go all out because, and, and, and one of the major points is find some people who actually, like, you need the haters because they sharpen you. But find some people that actually support you too yeah. because you're going to need it. Yeah, I think one of those uh, one of those people that I definitely want to shout out because we would not even know each other if it wasn't for her is uh, Claudia Fountain. So I just want to definitely honor her and thank her for connecting us. Um, and uh, I'm I'm thankful for your time. I'm thankful for anything that that you already are doing because I have already checked out your channel. Um, it looks pretty legit, and so I don't really. Um, I'm very selective when it comes to having people um, on my um, podcast because I like to protect my viewers. I like to protect my subscribers because I have a YouTube channel too. So um, I just like to protect what I represent. And so um, when I'm, you know, 
that uh, the time that we spent the other day was uh, was a very uh, good conversation that I was like, I, I definitely think that this is something that is going to definitely impact a lot of people um, with all of the, you know, the advice and not only the segments that's that's going on in your Resurgent TV. Can you, uh, um, for the last, for the couple of minutes that we're about to close this out, just uh, tell uh, tell everyone what, what's coming up and what exactly your focus is on, on Resurgent TV. Um, well, the major focus for Resurgent TV is to... Um, provide a space for those who have been underserved in the broadcast industry overall, right? Um, But with that, there are some strategic things that we are trying to address. First of which is the the mental health status of the African-American community. I'm African-American, so of course that's, that's my first thing. That's the thing that I know best that's also something that I know that from a strategic positions, a strategic position, people in the news industry have kind of sloughed by. It's always reporting what happened, but not the reason why somebody was even in that mental space. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's a very important key as you move forward in trying to deal with people. And now, you know, of course, the police force and legislatures are now talking about this, but it's always been a thing. And for them to be learned and educated people, they've always known it. They just didn't give it any penance, right? And so we're trying to, um, with all fervence, affect um, the life quality of not only our Kansans. Um, we have people from the, there was a young lady from California via Texas um, on the show. We have uh, people coming in from Memphis and Atlanta that are going to be on the show um, called Holding Spaces um, from the couch to the community with Andrea Fresh. Um, She was a godsend to connect up with her because, you know, she actually has a true heart for people. She has always been this way. I've known her since... We were in middle school, um, 12 and 13, 14 years old. Um, It just so happens that um, we reconnected because we were um, sponsoring or business partners with the Little Rock Lightning, a basketball team, um, summer pro basketball team that's here in town now. So um, the focus is the people, right? It's not a nonprofit, right? This is a for-profit venture, but at the same time, even if you're working toward profit, you can't forget the people that you actually are supposed to be serving. Mm-hmm. Because if you do, you miss the whole point of having a business. Yeah. I mean, that is, that's the whole point of having a business. If you don't know how to serve people or when to serve them or even um, care about them. Um, I think that's definitely uh, something that they notice. <laughs> and so um, that's that's something that whenever I, I heard, I'm very, very, uh, and, you know, I, I call it discernment. So I, I know exactly, you know, who I want around me, who I want um, my ears to hear, you know. And so whenever, uh, you know, we, we met um, through the phone, which we've never met in person, which uh, 
that's uh that'll be for another day <laughs> but uh, it's coming it's coming <laughs> uh but um i just really i heard your soul i heard you like i just really really resonated with a lot of the things that you said and so i'm a big type of um heart person and so i i heard your heart behind what you're doing and that's why I was like, oh, I definitely want to highlight this person, regardless of your awards, regardless of everything that you've accomplished and everything that you're going to accomplish. Because let me tell you, it's just the beginning. And so um, the best is yet to come for you. And so I'm just um, I'm excited for you. I'm excited for everything that you're doing and everyone that you're going to serve. And I'm just uh, I'm super excited for this journey that is about to embark um, whatever wherever it may take you. And so um, I definitely want to challenge you to definitely uh, don't doubt yourself. Um, I know that's a very hard thing to say to a man because um, I say it to my husband all the time. Um, but. Um, it just seems that for most men, I think sometimes they, they need to hear those words because they're so like, I'm, I'm this, I'm this and this. And sometimes um, it seems like I just heard that little bit of a, uh, whenever I, um, I mean, it's nothing against you. We're all human, but I just felt like God told me to tell you that. Um, don't doubt yourself. You have, you're amazing. You um, don't um, need a, any validation from anyone, which obviously you, if you don't, uh, <laughs> I'm sure you don't need to hear that. But I'm just saying anybody that's listening out there that maybe that they feel like they've accomplished something that like one of their dreams and nobody told them good job I'm just here to tell you that you don't need to hear those words to keep going you don't need to hear those words to be a successful individual like Marcus you can too um, you know gr God can grant you the deep desires of your heart um, according to his will and so I just definitely want to um, thank you again for your time thank you again for for doing everything that you do for the community of Arkansas. And, um, you know, learning idiom is uh, a virtual vocational academy. We teach English and Spanish. That's exactly what we do. It's an, it is a nonprofit. So um, I have a limited liability company. It's called Zeladon Help. We translate. And so we kind of separate it in the sense of when we're teaching, it's free. But when we're translating, that's the paid service. Um, and so, and so that's just something, uh, that I do. I also get people published. Um, so if you're interested in any of those services or if any of your viewers are definitely reach out to me, um, I can get you on Amazon within three days. And, um, and as long as you have your, you, as long as you don't need any editing, it could be within three days. If you need some editing, I know how to do that. Um, but, uh, it won't be three days. <laughs> so, um, just definitely, um, you know, keep going, keep doing what you're doing. You're an amazing person. You have an amazing heart. And, uh, I just definitely want to commend you again for all the hard work and everything that you've, um, overcame. And so do you have any last, uh, remarks or shout outs that you want to give? Um, definitely give a shout out to Andrea Fresh, L-O-C-S-W, uh, Licensed counselor, the social worker. Um, uh, shout out to Claudia. Um, shout out to everybody who actually, all of the filmmakers who submitted films that are now airing on Resurgent TV. Um, shout out to my family. Uh, 
for I would say giving a rougher road so I know what the challenges are in life right um, I think a lot of times uh, people have it so easy and have so many uh, opportunities or what have you that they don't they don't understand when things get a little difficult right and so that's when they give up that's when they throw in the towel um my family from 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 what i understand and know they have purposely i think in some cases i know my uncle is one of those who purposely made things difficult but as a black man you need that because if you think something is going to be given to you without a fight you're sadly mistaken even in the news industry like when i stood up and bowled my back up as a black man they wanted me out and i was okay with that because at that point at least you know who I am and I don't have to come in here and play patty cake with you and be happy with whatever you give me. I'm a man. I can go get it myself. Mm-hmm. Well, let me so, tell you. Well, let me tell you. Uh, you know, there's just so many instances. There's you hold so much wisdom and I I uh I'm a big uh wisdom seeker. You know, I like to spread wisdom and also, you know, take it in and so i think that's that's pretty powerful what you just said you know because so many people um you know i like that you're focusing on mental health because that's exactly what i i speak about like i was on the women on a mission um summit back in march and i spoke on mental health and it was a global conference you know it was uh, pretty awesome to be a part of and pre- pretty awesome to talk about mental health and bring it up because just like in your community, the black community, as well as the Latino community, it's a subject that is not talked about. It's a subject that's taboo. It's a subject that they, they just brush off. Like you're okay. You're being a crybaby. You're like, they don't want to, they don't want to validate what you're feeling and help you heal through it. They just push it under the rug. And I learned how to, um, how to just kind of start talking about it in a way where it's not an issue to talk about. Why? Because it's important, especially right now with COVID, which um, anybody who who is going through someone that that has COVID, my, my heart goes out to you. Um, you know, and so that's this is something that mental health is so needed right now that I that's why I I do everything that I do because I want to be part of somebody else's hope, somebody else's you know, whatever they may be going through, just um, some kind of release of, of uh, inspirational hope um, that they might not have and they might need. And so, um, again, thank you so much for your time. And I also want to um, tell anybody that's listening to check out his Resurgent TV channel. He is a Forex trader as well. And so I'll be leaving the, any, the link below where you can contact him. Um, again, uh, Marcus, uh, any last remarks and shout outs or any last words oh. for our listeners? Shout out to our Jillian Gilmer with Gilmer's Learning Solutions. She is teaching reading um, from the very basics all the way up on Resurgent TV. 
we have several other strategic um, in-house produced shows that will be released on Resurgent TV. Um, this is not just the old school brainless entertainment, right? This is this is TV for the new age. It's a step above public access, but it's not just that dumbed down version of put your face in front of the TV and lose yourself for 30 minutes to an hour. We're actually trying to give you something. We want you to watch us, but be better off for it. Yeah, that's exactly uh, why uh, I, I definitely heard that um, when you when you were uh, when we were on the phone the other day, um, and you know there's so much media out there that um, I mean even though I have a journalism degree, my emphasis print, so that's why I focus on writing. Um, I just felt like there was just so much negative media out there that I was compelled to start my own media to come like to fight like you said it's a battle like to put more good content out there and so um i again anybody listening check out his channel and check out everything that he does um and uh he he does he's doing so many good things and oh he's giving us a close-up oh look at that <laughs> so yeah um thank you so much for your time um for anybody that's listening you can find learning idiom at uh in instagram on facebook um and you can also find us on um, Twitter. Uh, we have a Clubhouse club. Um, Marcus is also on Clubhouse as well. Um, yeah, we that's where we teach. We we created we create all of this. Uh, basically, all these podcast episodes are what our students listen to, and we cover it um, the the week the next week. Um, and so we just go over whatever words that they didn't know and things like that. Because, again, we do teach English and Spanish. So thank you so much for your time. And and uh, this will not be the last time that we uh, see each other. <laughs> so, um, yeah, thank you so much. And uh, have a great day. And uh, anybody who's listening, take care. God bless. And peace be with you.